And we're back to Heart Fails 73. Previously in Heart Fails 73. <laughs> now I know why you asked. <laughs> and then I was going to point to oh, you. That's fantastic. And then you oh. were going to deliver the line. <laughs> yeah. I, and that's how we were going to start the podcast. It was going to be the one where I wasn't going to have the intro music either. So <laughs> people would be able to tell right away, ooh, this one's different. <laughs> Click, turn yeah. it off right away immediately. <laughs> oh man, they've changed. That's funny though. They jumped the shark. That's funny. See, I, you know, I never know where you're going with things, and so I'm always like, why? <laughs> why do you want it? Why? Do you do you have some? Why? <laughs> I question <laughs> <There's> you. <laughs> what are your motives, man? So you're paranoid. <laughs> you're always <laughs> paranoid coming paranoia, into the booth paranoia. here. Everybody's coming to get me. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Harvey Danger, right? Yeah. I love that song. Not to be confused with... Flagpole Sitta. Yeah. Has a naughty word in it, though. <laughs> so if I'm listening to it, I usually... You do the quick turn the knob down? Or, or you, I, no, I make some kind now. of loud noise so that only I hear my... Myself. Oh, and you do that for your... I used to do that for the for the children, you know, like I'd be rolling with the kids and I'd be like rocking out to some song and then I knew there was a part coming up and I'd be like, Achoo! really loud. And, and We did that in uh, health class in uh, senior year. We were, I don't know if you were in ours or not, but we were supposed to come up with like groups of guys were supposed to come up with their own fitness routine for like five minutes or whatever. And you could pick out your own song and Jim Franson picked out Something, whatever yeah. song. And it had a naughty word in it. So we made sure that when the naughty word came up, everybody in our group went, yes, <laughs> really loud. And Mr. Steber never said anything. That's funny. More than likely, he wasn't paying attention anyways. Yeah. Just kind of like, well, yeah, whatever. He's I, like, oh, yeah, these yeah. kids and their music nowadays. All right. What do you, you got something? I mean, I got all you said you had one or two things. Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to let you start this. Well, first of all, you know, Jim couldn't be with us today. Um, he had an unplanned passing in his family. Oh, okay. So he, um, he had to head down to his hometown, a state away and go handle some things down there. Okay. So he's, uh, dealing with that, which sucks. So, uh, thoughts and prayers, like the people say for him and his family. Definitely. Uh, but I talked to him, he's doing well. Okay. So when's he coming back? Um, he'll be back uh, in a couple days. I okay, mean, he's just, next uh, week. He's okay. just kind of working through some things with his dad, uh, trying to trying to make sure that um, you know, just he's trying to be there for the for his family, make yeah. sure that everything's good. So, um, but he's he's, he's is doing he right. doing okay? Yeah, he's uh, he's doing all right. He um, he called me before he went down there, and he's like, "Listen, man, here's the deal. I can't make it on Thursday. I got some things I got to go do. Here's what happened. Um, can you just?" make sure that you're around in case I need to talk because here's what I'm anticipating happening. You know how like a family death brings out like just the junk in families and the fighting and the, you know, sorry about that. And the stuff he was kind of anticipating that. So he's like, Hey, okay. I might need to call you just to process some things, work through some things. I've been kind of on standby uh, waiting for him to call. He called last night and he just talked for like 15 minutes. And I think I was like, I think maybe I said like two words. He, okay. he wasn't there for my advice. He, you know, he was there just to like get it was, all out. Yep, get it all out. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, 
<laughs> so that was the basis of our conversation. But so I'll do that again with him uh, after we're done here. Make sure everything's good. I I don't know if I've mentioned, but I've gone to. Uh, I think I did mention it. I went back to uh, group and became an accountability person for uh, for one of the guys that you and I were yeah were chatting about. Um, and you've done this once, twice, thrice. Well, so I went back for the, like the the training. I guess we'll call it. I keep hitting the mic stand, so sorry about it. Do you it. want to talk more about group tonight, or you want to wait for Jim to I talk mean, we, about we group? We can. I mean, there's certain things we can touch on, um, which, so I'm not going to continue going back there for any any reason. Basically, all I did is I went back there to the setting, um, and then I went into the individual therapy with this guy that I used to be in group with and met his individual therapist and uh, discussed what needed, uh, what I needed to do in order to be a personal accountability partner for him, which was he present there with you and the therapist? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is exactly like what I kind of yeah did. It's exact. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, because you called me in with you and your therapist, and I sat down there in a room with just the two of you. Yeah. And he gave me this whole spiel about what it means to be accountability person, and this and this and this. Yeah. And I believe my response was, "So you're basically asking me to be his friend." Correct. And Correct. then he's like, yes, yes, okay. I was like, and you have to train people to do this. Well, And he's like, you'd be surprised. Well, now I kind of understand that. And I'm sorry that I didn't even, duh, of course yeah. you would know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I understand what he's kind of talking about because this guy and I, I mean, we, we, we knew each other from group, but we weren't friends. We've never hung out. I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know this guy from Adam, huh? Huh? Do you see what I just did there? I'm following you. <laughs> so there's so many mysterious uh, meanings in there. Uh, yeah. So I understand what he means. Like, um, I am being his friend on a different level than I previously had been. It's a bit of a relationship changer, but so I've been chatting with him here and there, uh, just checking in on him, you know, um, and making uh, sure he's being accountable, which is good. You know, he tells me what's going on, what he's doing in his life, you know, what kind of you know things he's struggling with just in an ordinary life without getting into details yeah i'm asking cuz i'm very much interested as well has there been a great improvement since his first time in a group i would say yes there has been a great improvement there's i mean there's still a lot to work on and i just sent him the the information on this podcast too oh really like, wow okay you know what we're doing this thing i want you to listen to it you know this guy um, yeah yeah um remember I, that guy you signed your life over to here he is that's, that's right so well he you signed know, the paper that was it was pretty much jim here just sign this yep yeah no i feel like he he's he's made some vast improvements awesome. in his overall like well-being Okay. He has a lot of steps that he needs to take in order to find happiness. He's, you know, right now kind of on this path that's not getting any worse, but it's not really getting any better. One of the things that he asks or or struggles with a lot is, you know, it's not fair, and I don't understand why I have to deal with this, you know. And it's, for me, that's like... I don't like it, all right? And it's very difficult to, which, to be honest with you, that's one of the things that I do like about being his accountability partner is that it is extremely difficult for me to understand what's going on in this guy's brain because I don't think like that. I understand why the things are in his brain, but I don't understand after, like, 
talking to him and telling him, like, listen, man, if you take accountability and say, listen, I, I did this, you know, we, and we talked about this a podcast or two ago, repentance, accountability, the, both of those things. If you, if you do that, pretty soon you're able to see, oh, yeah, I, I, I did this, whatever, and, and I own it, and that's why this person acts this way toward me. And once you own it, you're able to kind of, like, repair a relationship. Otherwise, you're constantly, like, uh, projecting or pushing that blame off on somebody else, and it's just never going to improve. You know what? Does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of trying to gauge. I mean, because I'm going to take it in the religious angle. Of course. Of course. Of course. So if if he hasn't truly repented, I mean, he's never going to get that serenity. He's never going to receive that forgiveness if he hasn't actually repented of it. Well, sure. Sure. I mean, that is, yeah. One of the things that one of the commenters on the podcast did say, which I really totally related to, or not related to, but totally appreciated or totally understood, and was like nodding my head like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I just rolled Miley Cyrus right, nodding your head like, yeah. Anyways, um, was that there are kind of like different steps, different phases of where people are in their relationship to God or their or their point of getting it's, to it's a growing process yeah. yeah yeah and I you know you're a newborn babe who craves pure spiritual milk when you are that's Christian. it's born again you're newborn yeah and you're not going to understand everything right off the bat but you need to be growing sure I think I mentioned that there's you know there's lots of very old people who have been in churches their whole life and they don't seem like they've grown very much right and that is a possibility that doesn't make them not a Christian it just means that they haven't actually embraced and realized the full joy of our relationship and reconciliation with God here on earth which that is part of the blessing is realizing we're saved. Sure. We yeah. get to grow closer to God now. We weren't a part of him. Now we're reconciled. We're back together with him. And now grow that relationship. Yeah. Draw near to him. He will draw near to you. See, and that, you know, I, I, while I agree with that completely, uh, you know those those older people that are in your congregation. You know, and if we're I mean we're we're talking baby terms here, those guys just maybe never got to taking the solid food. They're still on the formula, right? Mm-hmm. Um, me, I'm still on the formula. I'm aware of that. Um, my problem is, I sometimes feel like I'm being overfed, and then I vomit it back up. If you know what I'm saying, I feel you. All right, like sometimes it's just like so much, and then I kind of like push it away and have a little tantrum for a minute. Like, oh, that was way too much. I, I can't, uh, I can't digest all of this right now. So, <laughs> should we go to what I wrote or what we were talking about before we started recording? Do it. Uh, is I that dare good? You. I dare you. I have been on a mission the last two weeks huh. because of the comments and just try. We don't remember. We seriously don't remember after we're done talking about this stuff. For the most part, we don't really remember exactly what we've touched. In the booth, outside of the booth. It's and it's not like uh after we leave the booth necessarily, it's when we're done talking about it. Like yeah. immediately, pretty much. Yeah. Um if you witnessed last podcast, 
Adam did go silent for a few minutes because he could not figure out the terminology for um, oh, mile Kobe, markers or, or posts or, you know, these. there's these things. They're called like... Uh, they're called. I forgot about my frustration from the Kobe one, and now you just reminded me of my frustration see, because I still don't remember. See, see what kind of person I am? Huh. I went back, though, and I've been listening to all of our previous podcasts because I wanted to try and figure out where are we in this kind of uh, story. You know, I mentioned writing a story. And yeah, I, I wasn't figuring out how Kobe fit into that either, by the way. just I Okay, I'm yeah. going to... Just blurt, well, obviously you're going to make him out. go in there somehow. I so wanted you to talk about death. I wanted you to talk about everything you possibly could about death. And you pretty much were the toddler who said, no, I don't want to. Yeah, I yeah, death isn't my deal. I don't like, you know, I mean, I don't, I still don't want to. Okay. So I went back and I kind of wrote some notes about the different podcasts. First podcast, we had no idea. We literally just kind of got in here and we're kind of goofing off and being like teenage boys. Like we didn't really know what we were doing. I don't know what's changed since then. I don't. <laughs> we I at have all. a little more <laughs> focus now. Uh, we're not doing impersonations anymore. How about that? For for long periods of time. Oh, all right. All right. Second episode was better. A little more focus. Millennials categorization. A little better. Not much. Third episode, I tried to listen to it, and the audio is so horrible on the Podbean app that I couldn't do it. So I have to go and check, and I apologize about the third episode. A lot of people have complained about the third episode not being able to hear the audio. I will go back and see if I can fix it, and if not, I'll just leave it and be done with it. You know what? I think they just need to turn up the volume. I'm deaf, and I heard okay. I heard it all fine. I don't know. All um, right. So whoever's complaining, you guys, uh, shut up. Wow. Yeah. What do you think of that? You're going to cut that out? I I'm going to put in, in the Turkish music like I did in a different episode. I actually, <laughs> I, I forgot that I did it. So I got to the part where the Turkish music is playing. And I was like, is that my phone? Like, is somebody calling me? What is that? And it wasn't until I rewound it, listened to it again. I was like, oh, yeah. There was some language I had to cut out there. Yeah. So Turkish music. Huh. Episodes four to six. Episode four is my favorite episode still to this day. I think we kind of just dropped all of our hindrances and preconceived notions and said, hey, why are we doing this? What are we doing in here? And I think our honesty just pretty much was right there. And that's when we kind of figured out the tone of this. You know what we're just going to do? We're just going to talk. We're just going to be honest. We're just going to be friends. And you know what? You know what I, you know what I think that maybe part of that issue I agree with you, okay? That was a good episode. That was a, a bide, right? Yep. Okay. And I think that was kind of maybe different for both of us. And maybe we thought it was going to take us in a certain direction. Okay, now we know what we're here for. Now we know where we're going. Now we've got some honesty. Some things have been laid out. And the next couple episodes, five and six, they were all right. Yeah. And then what happened at seven? Seven, we had a live studio audience. Okay. Not blaming the live studio audience, but if you actually listen to six, seven, and eight, you can see the tone in our voices change. There's reservation again in seven. Because, you know, we have somebody listening to us while we're talking for the first time. Interesting. And we're at, we, right now, we don't have anybody listen to us. And I feel completely calm, completely comfortable. I could say anything. 
Interesting. Ostriches are the greatest bird that ever existed. See, I'm not ashamed of that that's in funny. any that's, way. It's wrong, but that's, it is you know, my I mean, fact. It's emus are better, but whatever, <laughs> dude. Um, yeah, cool. so yeah. that's that's my explanation of seven. I thought the same thing. Like seven, seven changed. It wasn't the same. But then eight, nine, and ten. Even even the sacrifice one. Can you believe that? I listened to sacrifice again, where I'm talking about the sacrificial system. Yep. At the time, it seemed like a horrible recording, and what am I going to do with this? But listening to it again, I, I'm like, this is actually all right. This is good. This is beneficial, I think. Okay, so I'll be honest. I haven't gone back and listened to that one. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what nine was. So I think we recorded eight after seven. So th- that's one of the things we that we do. We recorded eight after seven? Yeah. Whoa, mind blown. No, I mean, <laughs> so when we come in here, we record... Couple, Two yeah. episodes, if sometimes even three, I think, yeah. at one time. So usually the episodes are happening the same day, even though I don't edit them and get them out on the Podbean app or whatever until a week later. Right. So I believe nine and ten were recorded on the same day, and I just finished listening to those, and I feel very happy with how they turned out. I don't remember what they were. Um at all. Yeah, I just listened to him while I was waiting for you to come here, and I wrote down some notes. However, I don't remember what they were about. All right, okay. All <laughs> so right. I should probably stop talking about this. But if you are a first-time listener or if you are starting late in the series, I would really recommend go back to episode four and listen to episode four. That's a good place to start. I'm, I'm almost from the standpoint of just deleting the first three episodes. Yeah, I mean, but don't. Well, maybe make a make, oh, you would need to pay a dollar to listen to these or something. Maybe just, I mean, again, or make it send like, your money to no, Hartford. no, I don't want any money. <laughs> but you can actually make like a private video on there that you need like a login in order to, uh, or not a video, but a um, a podcast, and you can like differentiate that. So I was like, maybe, maybe I should get like something where somebody's requesting to listen. To how, me. how ridiculously disappointed are those people going to be when they pay their dollar and <laughs> no, then they get to want, listen to no, it. No, that's the like, thing. I don't want them to pay. Yeah. I just, I, I, I want them to be up there. I guess we, to carry on with the Star Wars theme of this podcast, because it's there. By the way, no, I'm going to save that for the next recording. I'm sorry. I No, no. Okay. But we, this, this is actually reaffirms my decision. I think I should delete the first three, just get them off. We start... Heart Fails 73 with episode four. Wow. I see what you just did there, George Lucas, um, or Disney, or whatever. That's interesting. And then what are you going to do with the first? You're going to, like, put them at the end? No, I'm just going <laughs> to leave, leave them off. Oh, I don't, th- it's good for a setup, but it's really surprising that the stuff that we kind of talked about in the first two, especially, we don't really get too much into that anymore. And and that's and that's fine, but I say you know, I think leave it alone. Okay. And the reason I think leave it alone is because I think with episode four, um, it gave kind of a direction. Like okay, I think this is where this is going. With me, it kind of gave me, yeah, I guess it's sort of the same thing, uh, some sort of direction. But what I didn't anticipate after those few good episodes was to be overfed. And to vomit it back up and have a little temper tantrum. And so now that that's happened, where are we? We're not on that same direction. I have a theory about that, too. 
Of course you do. After episode eight. So we must have done seven and eight on the same day. Starting on episode nine, you haven't brought your Bible back in. Correct. But it's it's not that our podcasts aren't focused because I haven't brought my Bible back in. It's because I'm not where I was or where I thought I'd be, so I haven't brought my Bible back into the podcast. Okay, but you have read your Bible. I have. You sent me a message. Or I could be lying. Huh? 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 No, yeah. I've, well, I haven't read my Bible, but you I have read, read your Bible. I have read okay. uh, more of John. Okay. Do you yeah. know where you're at? Can you talk about it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I read some uh, Lazarus stuff. Uh, uh, where am I? I don't know. Here's an interesting thing I have for you. Um, so you you know Lazarus. You Not know, personally, uh, but uh, heard of him. To Iris's daughter, there was the um, there was the woman that Elijah raised her son. These are stories, accounts that sound familiar. Um, yeah, I mean, sure. Okay. So my wife was in um, a mom's Bible class the other day, and they're going through the account of Elijah raising the woman's son. And a couple of the women pointed out that this son was the first instance of a resurrection in the Bible. Okay. And I told my wife, I said, actually, it's a resuscitation. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? I said, everybody prior to Jesus that was raised from death was a resuscitation well, because he brought because somebody else brought them back. He didn't bring themselves back. Yes, and they were brought back to a sinful world life. They weren't raised with a new body. They were just brought back to life, per se. A resuscitation. It wasn't a resurrection. So you're trying to tell me that Jesus was raised with a new body? Yes. Really? Yes. Prove it. He appeared in rooms. He's Jesus. Yes. He can do whatever he wants. Could he do that before he was raised from the dead? Probably. He's God. Wasn't he limited by his humanity? I think he was limited by his purpose. Possibly. Actually, I shouldn't play the what-if game with that. You, you started the what-if game. Yeah. Jesus is the firstborn. Of the dead. He's referred to in the Bible as the firstborn of the dead. Firstborn of the dead. Correct. Okay. So, all those other instances of being raised from the dead, those, a proper terminology would be resuscitation, not resurrection. Answer this for me. Okay. Why do I care? It was just an interesting little tidbit. Oh, well, I thought you were going to take it someplace else. Are you like, going to regurgitate this I and might, spit no, it all no, over the plate? No, I just wondered if there was some sort of, you know, like, if it's an interesting tidbit, I like that. Okay. If it's, uh, this is why this is important um, and why you should uh, think about this right now, then I would regurgitate it because, um, you know, I'm not at a point where I want to, th- why, that, why that's important to me right now. You brought up Lazarus, and that's the first thing that came to my head. Well, technically, you brought up Lazarus a couple podcasts ago. It told me that that's where I needed to, you know, once you see Lazarus, then we're going to talk about this. And then I read the whole chapter and two chapters or whatever about Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, and no place in there did I recognize anything that we had spoken about before in a previous podcast. Because I was like, yeah, Adam said something about once you read Lazarus, then you'll... 
but I had no idea, and you I didn't go back rebind. to listen. I have no idea. Yeah, I, you'll have to. Re- I don't remember either. I don't know. I don't think that was on a podcast. I think that was outside of a podcast. It may well have been. So yeah. now it's gone forever. Huh. Um, I did. Okay, so I will tell you this. Okay, so um, you're pulling out your Bible, or you're checking our time. Turn the page. Okay, um, that was weird. Yeah. No. So all right, John, ten, John. Nine. So I told you before, like I read like nine through 11 or something, but I didn't remember it because I was a sleepy. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go back and reread it. So that's uh, that's what I did. So I think I might be at 12 now because, you know, I was planning on not reading it when I was going right to sleep and not reading it first thing in the morning because then I'm late for everything. So, yeah, I just randomly put the paper because I wanted to get first Timothy there. And so I just did the. Oh yeah. Thing. What do you got? Six twenty nine. John six twenty nine. Okay. Which I'm going to read because Jesus answered, "The work of God is this: to believe in the one He has sent." Right. You mentioned that in one of the podcasts when you well, got there. We keep tossing this thing around like, "What's a Christian? What's it take to be a Christian?" Uh, you know, how do you know if you're a Christian? And I think that we keep, I think we get deeper with it. I don't. I don't know. It's a. It's a. It's a struggle for me to listen to those conversations while we're having them because there's no clear answer there's just not when we when we talk about them i'm going to interject did you read that email that i had sent you yes okay but don't ask me to remember it okay um do you want to talk about that now or go your train of thought what was my train of thought defining a christian okay so yeah so all right so yeah that's that goes with what i read so is it John, go to the Lazarus. What is it, John, the end of John 9, beginning of John 10, um, Jesus... 11 uh, is death of Lazarus. Okay, Jesus talking about, so it's before the death of Lazarus, Jesus talking about being the good shepherd. Oh, yeah. Okay. The shepherd and his flock. So what are we going to go, John 9, verse 24. A second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God, they said. We know this man is a sinner. Um, okay, so that's right after he heals the blind man. Um, and they're like, you know, they're like all yelling, and, and the Pharisees are all yelling at the blind dude, and they don't believe him. And they're, yeah, okay. So where's it go to him being, where's it go to him talking about the flock of sheep, like a good that's, shepherd? That's 10. That's 10. Uh, 10 okay. starts, I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. So it's John, uh, it's John 10, 5, and 6 are the ones then. This is all from my memory, so bear with me. I'm going to start at 4 if that's okay. You can. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice, but they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. Yeah, and I, you know, and I'm cutting you off there because I don't, you know, that one wasn't really germ. I mean, it, sure, it's all germane, but that wasn't my 14, point. I am the good shepherd? No, really, the, you already read the two. Was, oh, okay, I, I apologize. No, it was five and six. Those are the two. And I, and I actually made a mental note in my head when I meant to bring those up to you 
that you were going to say, I'm going to start at four if that's okay. Huh? You know me so I, well. I prophesied that. Did you know I was going <laughs> to wear this shirt too? Uh, no, I expected the Jeremiah shirt. I don't even know what that is. You have a... a uh, Totoro. Is that some sort of Pokemon thing? No, it's a Miyazaki. Oh, oh. Well, thanks for clearing that up. You're welcome. There's people that know what I'm talking about. Carry on. I, be- I believe there are. It looks like something I drew in third grade. It looks like like a cat with no legs. That's uh, It kind of looks like a Humpty Dumpty cat that has an uh, umbrella, and there are little uh, guitars falling on them. Moving on. Okay. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So I read, I read this, and it seemed to answer kind of partially that question about the whole... Well, how do you, you know you turn your back from God? Can you fall away as a Christian? Can you, you know, all of those things that we kind of chat about, it basically says, you know my voice when you are part of my flock and you won't answer to a stranger. So you're not going to turn your back on, on me. Once you're, once you're mine, you're mine. Yes, but you can be still led astray by false prophets and false teachings. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure you can. I don't know. Maybe you can't. I guess, what's the question? I didn't ask a question. Oh, I apologize. No, I was just saying that kind of answered the question for me. Because I don't think that you can be led astray by false teachings and false prophets once you're in him. I I don't think you can. And if you can be led astray by false prophets and false teachings, then you were never in him in the first place. He says it pretty clearly there. Once you know my voice, you will not answer to a stranger pretty clear. But those are Jesus's words, and I'm not talking about Paul's words, because Paul is not Jesus. I'm not talking about, well, actually, these are Paul's words. I know they are, because you you like Paul a lot. And I, I can't disagree. Paul's, Paul's fantastic. But he's just Paul. He's just a dude. Who is Paul? He's just a dude. I'm going to go to Romans 1. Okay. You know, but here, give me one second, because I do want to find... While Paul might be the greatest evangelist in the history of the world, he's just an evangelist. He's not Jesus. I mean, you don't have to quote it, man. If there's something you're referencing, just talk to me. So Peter, he was the apostle who received the uh, received a vision about a sheet of with the animals with animals coming down. Yeah, and then he went to Cornelius. And Cornelius, he told the story again, I've got this vision, and now I see that I'm supposed to preach God God has blessed the Gentiles as well as the Jews with the gospel message. Certainly. It's later on then that Peter actually turns away from that teaching and starts eating with the Jews only. And Paul goes up to him and confronts him to his face and says, you are a Jew, but you act like a Gentile, and that's wrong. Why? You're not being true to the message that the gospel is for all, Jew and Gentile alike. That's that's a situation where Peter didn't fall away from the faith, but he veered off from the proper way that a Christian should be living 
and what he should be doing. Yeah, and I think that's apples and oranges from what I'm saying as, as far as you can be led astray by false prophets and false teachers. Because he's not led astray from the faith. I mean, he's still a sinner. He's still a human being. He's still going to make mistakes because that's, that's a thing. But he's not going to be led astray from being in Christ. You, once you are in Christ, you cannot be taken out. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Paul tells me that we are all, those who are in Christ are already reigning in heaven. That's cool. Jesus tells me, you know my voice, you won't go to a stranger. Jesus tells me. I'm Jesus, veering off here, though. I want to go talk about this. What, what, what do you have against Paul? I have nothing against Paul, but all of my life, there have been a thousand Pauls telling me what Jesus said and what I should do because that's what they want to do is teach me what Jesus said. And now that I'm reading John and I get to read the words in red, I don't necessarily want to hear Paul right now because I can hear it straight from the source and I can think about what he is actually telling me directly. It's not that I have anything against Paul. I'm going to do a definition here because I love definitions. Do you? Yes. Huh. I have a couple words what for you to define. Is, <laughs> what is... Are you done? I'm done. Well, for now. <laughs> we check the clock. It's a shot clock. I have, uh, I have 25 seconds. seconds left. Okay. Kobe. Uh, too soon? All right, go ahead. What is an apostle? No, uh, you know, somebody that, uh, that, I don't know, somebody that studied under Christ, I guess. A disciple might be a better word for that. But here we go. Well, Roman. I'm a disciple. I didn't study under Christ. Now you do. This is God's word. Well, yeah, but I, you know, I like, I study Christ, but I didn't study under Christ. Like, apostles were with Christ. I'm going to read this. Romans 1, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. What is an apostle? I've already answered that. So you tell me. I'm going to tell you. All right. It is a servant of Christ Jesus called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. Why did he need to start off the book of Romans saying all of those things? First of all, what is an apostle? An apostle is an official messenger of Jesus Christ who has actually seen the risen Savior and who has been set apart by God to spread the message. It is actually an official messenger of God. So if the Queen of England Oh, As, why, why are you always referencing the royals? It's so weird to me. Am I going to say the president of the United States and not have people get in a tiffy about me? Bah. The president of the United States sends a ambassador over to wherever country they want to be and says, you have the authority sure. to speak for me in all regards. Where does this definition come from? It's all throughout the Bible. That's not an answer. You can't just, oh, it's all throughout the Bible. It doesn't define apostle all throughout the Bible. It just, it can't. And the reason I ask is because it's, you know, I mean, literally, this is what an apostle is, says somebody, who says Miriam Webster. Well, come on. I know you don't like it when I do this to you, but you know what? Um, I, you know, 
my mind says, what are you talking about? This is my biblical dictionary. Okay. Apostle, someone sent to represent another. In the New Testament, someone who had seen Jesus and been commissioned by him to teach others about him. Okay. I'm going to agree to let this go because the biblical dictionary isn't part of the Bible. Okay. There was no appendix or glossary in the scrolls. All right. There just wasn't. So at some point in time, you can find the definition for apostle in the New Testament where it actually defines it, where somebody, you know, maybe other than Paul defines what an apostle is. I'd be interested in hearing that. How many apostles were there? Well, there was the 12, but some people say there was 13. Because Paul would be the 13th, right? Correct. But I don't know who these people are that say that. It sounds like religion. Not necessarily faith. We're going to go Acts 1. Are these Paul's words? No. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Who wrote Acts? Luke. All right. Acts 1, verse 15. In those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers, the scriptures had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through the mouth of David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in the ministry. With the reward he got for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong. His body burst open and all his intestines filled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this. So they called that field in their language a keldama, that is, field of blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, may this place be deserted. I'm sorry, may his place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in it. And may another take his place of leadership. May another take his place of leadership. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. The witness of the resurrection. So the apostles, the remaining 11 apostles, had two, it goes on to give the two names, and then they pray to God, and God chooses one of them. So he then becomes Matthias, I believe. Is, oh, I might be wrong about that. Matthias then becomes the apostle in uh, Judas's place. He takes his place because it's a fulfillment of prophecy. Now, this is the uh, criticism that Paul got throughout his life was, who does he think he is? He's not an apostle because there's already these 12 apostles. However, he was a witness. I think Paul says unduly born or born out of time as an apostle. His word is the word of of Jesus Christ. Who's is? Paul's is. Then why are we talking about Matthias? I'm you asked for the biblical the, the word apostle was not in there once. You read me Acts 1. The word apostle didn't appear in there at all. 
That's not a definition of apostle. That's your definition, maybe. That's your way of explaining it to me, but that's that's not real. I can't take that with I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt. That means nothing to me. There's twelve apostles, right? That's what I've been taught, yes. These are set apart by Jesus. Right. Jesus took the twelve. Yep. And they were the ones that were given the What does that have to do with Paul? Because Paul is also says an who? apostle. Paul says it. I fine. I'm and, the Queen of England. Now and, I am. And here's the key. You're gonna have to give me a moment. Yeah, you know, you take your time, but I just I you know, I mean this is the problem I think that I have is Paul had some wonderful teachings. He really did. What does him being an apostle have to do with anything? Even if he was an apostle, which I'm not, I'm not certain that I, I, you know, whatever. Maybe you, maybe I'll believe that. Maybe you find it. I got it. I'm just going to tell you the chapter and the verse, and then the big reveal will but, be at the end. But not the book. All right. But not the book. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation, just as our dear brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in them of these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand which ignorant and unstable people distort, as they do the other scriptures, to their own destruction. So many interesting things happen, are said there. First of all, it tells us Paul's writings are scripture. They're scripture. Is that what it says? Paul's writings are scripture? Yes. That's what it says. His letters contain some other things some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort, as they do the other scriptures. That's not how you read it the first time. The first time you said, as they do with other scriptures. As they do the other scriptures. The other? You, you have really heard me mess up a lot with the reading here tonight. I'm just saying. As they do the other scriptures to what, their own destruction. What, what scriptures are we talking about? The other ones. Other ones what? All 65. Okay, so all 65 scriptures. 66 if you include this book. Huh. All right, who's writing this? Peter. Okay. So if you don't, if you, can, you can say that you don't consider Paul's no, teachings okay. David, biblical. Okay, didn't David write something in the Old Testament, a book or two? You're 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 getting to I'm asked I'm asking a question. Did I know he? where you're going did he? though. Did he? He did. All right. Is it scripture? Yes. Cool. Is he an apostle? No, because he then, did not see the risen savior. Where does it say that? It doesn't say that. It doesn't define that anywhere. You have yet to give me that definition. You, I can take Dan Brown did it just wonderfully. He took this and this and this and he tied them all together. And that's fantastic because people can do that. And I think it's important to do that with Scripture, to take a, 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 you know, a, a prophecy or something from the Old Testament and tie it in with the New Testament. I think that's important. But I think when it comes to 
things like defining Paul as an apostle. We're talking about religion, and that's how Catholicism started, that type of thing, and it just rained down on us from there, and I think that is where people go, because do I think Paul had wonderful things to teach? I do. Do I think his writings were scripture? Yeah, they're in the Bible. Absolutely. Do I think we need to define him as an apostle and make that something better than just a normal dude, like I said before? Absolutely not. There were 12 apostles. You want to make Paul the 13th? Great. Were they holy? No. Do I take his words more importantly than the words written in red? Absolutely not. So when I'm talking about right now, I don't want to hear from Paul. I want to focus on the words that Jesus is telling me directly, directly out of the mouth of Jesus. You know, yeah, I'm tired of Paul. Paul wrote a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not in the mood for Paul yet. I'm not ready for Paul. Everything's Paul. There are how many other authors in the book that you're holding in your hands? One author. How many other people were inspired to write in the book that is in your hands? I could be wrong, but I believe it's 40. Okay. I, you know, I was just looking for an estimate. I thought you were going to say, like, a lot, which that would oh, have been I'm my pretty, answer. Yeah, so, yeah well, I'm I, not sure. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if I, if I wanted to look at, you know, 39 or, hey, 38, or even just two other ones, I mean, that might be all right. I, you know, I'm reading the Gospel of John. I know who John was. That's pretty cool. You know, I like hearing about that. That's where I'm at right now. And I know you keep pointing me to Romans, and then you're going to point me to First John, and then we're going to go into, like, you know... The letters of Paul. Correct. And while I understand that they are germane to living life as a Christian, I don't feel like they are necessarily... What I think about Paul's teachings, for the most part, are they seem to be geared toward people that that don't really have any knowledge or background in Christianity. Oftentimes is what I understand from Paul. And he goes to, you know, these people and he says, you guys are wicked. Here are the things that you're doing wrong. And here's what you need to do. I don't know how many people he saved. Greatest evangelist of all time. I'm sure he saved tons of people. I'm sure there were tons of people that went, and sometimes and I'm beat him up and dragged him and stoned him and well yeah I put mean him in front of and put him in prison I don't know that there were tons of people that beat him up and dragged him and stoned him and put him in prison but there were definitely a a, a group or two of people that did that you know um, yeah I don't know that it was tons of people that beat him up and dragged him but yeah um, he might have something different to say about that I don't think he would. No, because there's actually a, an account of all the things that he went through. Yeah, it's not tons. Tons of people it's is tons. Ton, I'm 200 pounds, so how many of me do you need <laughs> to make it? T- well, ten, that would be 10, ten. ten and so, a half, yeah, yeah, roughly, so, yeah. So. so, yeah, so let's, or, let's well, eleven really. 20 so, people. 20? Yeah. 20 is a good number. All right. All right, can we go tons for 20? Uh, sure. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, that makes I'm gonna, sense. I'm going to stick by that. All tons right. of people. I'm just saying that I think we focus too much on things that don't matter. Like, we just got off on a tangent about what an apostle is. Why? I thought you asked. I did. But why was it so important to define it? I don't even remember, to be honest. <laughs> That's what I don't re- We were talking about well, John, and then you well, brought up Paul or well, something. Because I said, I am focusing on the letters in red okay. that Jesus talked about. And 
I like the fact that, you know, I'm getting this straight from his mouth, taking these okay. words in. And, you know, I know that uh, Paul has a you know a lot of great messages and things to say, but what was he? He was just a dude. And then you were like, but he was an apostle. Yep, an okay, apostle is let, still just a dude. Let me interrupt. Let's go back to John 1. Proceed. I, I haven't been in John 1. John chapter 1. Okay. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Logos. That is the Logos. Greek. Logos is the Greek word for word. Okay. In the beginning was the Word. Okay. Logos. Sure. What do we call this? The Word of God. The Word of God. It's Paul isn't the Word of God. Everything in here is the Word of God. Yeah, that's the Word Not of God. Not the translation like you got to be careful with that and say oh well you know this word that's translated this is the word of god the 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 words that we have the holy bible is the word of god it's all beneficial for rebuking and admonishing and learning everything right. in here okay I'm interested in, I mean, I can, I can play this theological game all day, <laughs> all day long. I mean, we can, we can, we got to wrap this one. I got a good, I think there's a good segue here because you kind of made the claim that Paul's writings are geared towards uh, new Christians or young Christians. It was that kind of a uh, accusation oh, yeah. somewhat. Well, and I don't know that they all I are. Have, I have a good, I actually, when I was waiting for you here, I had a couple minutes to kind of Jot some stuff down. No, I don't think they're... Well, no, I don't. I mean, that's not a good accusation, okay. actually. Because I think they're... You can't hear that. I'm touching his foot right now. Because yeah. <laughs> he's rubbing his leather um, or what are these? I don't... They're patent leather. Yeah. It's um, a, it's a general. Scoochie, general scoochie, patent scoochie. Leather. Yeah. Can't can't hear it in the... In the okay. I, I, think, I think I have a good segue. I think... We're we're gonna go the well, next episode. I gotta go. So segue that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and so like, don't get me wrong. Okay, it's fine to have. We're gonna go with your segue, and that's great. I'm I'm digging it. But don't get me wrong. I'm not criticizing anybody that you know wrote anything. I'm I'm not criticizing anything. I'm I'm not saying that. Let's disregard everything Paul says. Not in any shape or form. Based on people being in different positions, different levels, little baby Christians, you know, um, for some reason, the words in red are what really speak to me at the moment. And maybe that's what I need to nourish myself on. And all of the Paul things seem to be overfeeding. That's all. Heart fails, 73, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I feel like David wrote that, didn't he? No, Asaph, actually. Psalm 73 is by Asaph. Fine. Whatever. Prove it.